Welcome to the Holistic Wealth Hustle, where you can get a lifetime upgrade to stop pursuing happiness and start letting joy pursue you. That's right. It's your turn to be pursued by pure joy. This is your host, Pamela Ramos-Brown of Be Wealthy with Pamela, LLC, celebrating 20 years as an experienced management consultant and personal coach. This will be a live ride to help you pivot and shift the way we all perceive success and fulfillment. We are here to guide you on a transformative journey from being mere happiness chasers to becoming cultivators of truly holistic wealth. Let's go from tolerating the ordinary to enjoying the supernatural. Are you in the mid-sized business race, a woman entrepreneur, solopreneur, or a professional who believes you can always do better for yourself and others? We're there with you, so you won't have to go alone. In every episode of the Holistic Wealth Hustle, we help decode the secrets of true wealth. We exchange practical strategies, share inspiring stories, and offer actionable insights to help unlock our authority for the joyful life beyond what we envision. Tune in to the Holistic Wealth Hustle, where you are invited to be wealthy with Pamela in our virtual community. And let's embark on this exhilarating adventure together. Let's briefly talk about the difference between happiness and joy. Here's some homework for you. I would like for you to Google. Tell Google, look up the difference between happiness and joy in the Bible, or just ask it to look up the difference between happiness and joy in the dictionary. From my perspective and my understanding, happiness is situational and temporary versus joy, which is the lingering contentment meaning that it hangs around. So as you read your definition, let's see what you take from it. In this episode, we're going to talk about what shoe shopping can teach you about staying on your toes. And what is the meaning of staying on your toes? It means pay close attention and be ready to act. Are you paying close attention? Are you ready to take action? Do you need a let joy pursue you navigational system? Well, I would like for you to consider the Dr. Tony Evans model in his fellowship series he prepared for Oak Cliff Bible Fellowship Church. It includes revelation, illumination, confirmation, and transformation. Revelation can be learning something new, a new truth. Illumination, awareness of what we already know and might not be using, or moving knowledge from the back of our mind to the front of it so we can use it. Confirmation of what we think we know. For example, when we were kids, we wanted to know if a boy liked us or was in love with us. We had a special process called, he loves me, he loves me not. And that is where you go and pick one of your mom's nice roses and you pull all of the petals off. And each time you pull a petal off, you say, he loves me or he loves me not. So each time you pull a pedal, he loves me. Next pedal, he loves me not. So regardless of whether or not you start off your journey saying he loves me or if you started off saying he loves me not, what really matters is at the very end, whatever that very last pedal is, if it says he loves me, then that could be good depending on whether you like him 
Or he could say he loves him a lot. And that could be bad or it could be a relief whether or not you like him. <laughs> so this is something that's really important for the new AI users, the artificial intelligent users, because we really do need confirmation because AI will give you some answers. And if you don't always go back and get confirmation, then you can be putting out bad information. So make sure that you do understand that confirmation is a very important element of this navigational system. And then we also have one of the most important parts of it, which is transformation. Once you put all of this together, you get revelation, illumination, and confirmation. It's supposed to result in something, which is transformation. That's when the information is actively used for a positive change. For instance, transformation to holistic wealth. Enjoying the supernatural versus the predictable ordinary. This is where Siri says, you have arrived. You can now exit the pursuit of happiness and enjoy this destination of contentment where joy pursues you. In my career, I gained experience in financial accounting, financial management as a Series 7 and Series 6 financial advisor, and auditor experience and more. As an auditor, gathering evidence to support an official opinion was a big part of our job. Matter of fact, we could only pretty much say that the, the organization was in compliance or they were not in compliance. We were not there to pass out compliments or insults. We simply had to state whether the evidence supported whether the organization was in compliance or not in compliance. So we're going to see more about that. In episode one of the Be Wealthy with Pamela podcast, the Holistic Wealth Hustle. I talked about driving my car in reverse to the mechanic shop and how it made me aware of my persistence, determination, and responsibility. I felt like Kimberly Sweet Brown Wilkins, who escaped a fire that almost got her in her apartment complex. She became famous for her interview where she brought to life the saying, ain't nobody got time for that. It was not her day to be burned up. This was my case when the tow truck was unavailable to help get my car to the mechanic, but I had to get to work. So I got in the car, of course, and drove it all the way back to the mechanic in reverse. The mechanic didn't believe me until he checked the car. He said, how did you get here? I said, I drove. He said, you drove on the boulevard backwards all the way here. I said, yes. He checked the car, got the evidence that he needed to support my claim. And he went on to fix my car. And I guess he didn't think I was so crazy after all. We all have to be auditors sometimes to get evidence to back up ourselves or confirm what someone else is telling or showing us. Here are some supernatural happiness experiences that have helped in my perpetual transformation journey to joyfulness. Since most can relate to money, here are some select instances that you can possibly relate to. For many, shoe shopping and happiness are usually synonymous. For example, I prayed for $15 boots right before going into a store. Since the year before, I couldn't go when my sister called me about the boots on sale for $12. So I figured this year 
I probably can look up and get some for $15. But when I left the store, I was amazed that I got three pairs of shoes for less than $3. This was my supernatural experience. I went straight to my car, got on the phone and called and told somebody about this because I was just so absolutely amazed. But this was a personalized supernatural experience just for me. And sometimes that's exactly how it is. And the reason why I know this is because that night, I showed my family the receipt. I showed them the shoes. So the next day, I took them to the store and come to find out that the same shoes were not the same price for them. And they were not. This was not a sale that I took advantage of. This was just one of those discount stores where you can get things at a very low price. But I wasn't expecting to get three shoes for less than $3. This was a supernatural experience. I prayed, I got my shoes, and I spent way less than I um, imagined. And so I knew that my mom's name was all over it because she loved to do things like that for us. And so I thank her from heaven for looking out for us and helping us to have just a, a joyful experience. I could see her up there smiling and having a good time witnessing this whole situation. Uh, there was Plenty of other times. One time I was, you know, looking through my wardrobe and figuring out what was it that I really needed. One of the things I thought about were some uh, white jeans because all of the ones that I had were just regular ones and it was hot during the summer. So I said, man, I should just get me some white jeans. So not only did I get some white jeans, but I got the kind that had that soft cotton and they had the holes in the front. So now they were cool and they were comfortable. And guess how much I paid for those jeans? You would not believe it. $2.98. Supernatural. All right. Another time I was shopping for a lady. She told me that she needed some things and I went to um, pick out some things for her. And um, as I was picking out some things, um, I came across a dress and I was I put it back because it wasn't her size. It was actually my size. And so as I put it back, I looked at it. I said, oh, that is so cute. Let me look at it. And next thing I know, I looked at the tag and believe it or not, the tag said, 99 cents. I said, oh, this is for me. Supernatural. <laughs> One other time I went to the store and um, I was in there actually to um, get a green screen for my business and a car a charger for my car. Uh, it was supposed to be like a, one of those little places where you get some super really good deals. And um, I needed a very specialized uh, charger and uh, cell phone holder because my daughter bought me the most beautiful case. But it was so thick that I couldn't find a charger and a case um, anywhere that would fit it. But in this store, I found one. It was $5. I said, Yahoo, thank you, Lord. And um, I also wanted to get uh, some burnt orange lipstick because I saw my daughter with some on and it was so beautiful on her. I figured if I can find me some at a discount, I could look at least half as beautiful as she did. So I went and picked out my lipstick, took it up to the counter, rang it up and, um, picked up another color to see, um, you know, uh, how much they were cost and uh, because they didn't have the prices on them. And so I found out that most of the lipsticks over there were $4, which 
Uh, some people could say it's high for a lipstick, but in most places, that's a really good price for a lipstick as well. But when I rang up the lipstick that I picked out, it was actually 0 0.01 on the ticket, which meant it was one cent. And I am not kidding. The lipstick was one cent. <laughs> and so again, supernatural. All right. And here's another one. Recently, I went to the bank and while I was waiting for my transaction, the lady said, oh, that is such a beautiful jacket you have. And she said, turn around, let me see it. So I modeled it for her and everything. And so, but I didn't tell her the jacket costs $5. Yes, $5. So again, supernatural. And these jackets are not normally uh, that price, but you know, that was just uh, one more of those things. Also, before I have um, gone into a major department store that where, where we all shop, and um, it's, it's a major store in just about every mall, everywhere. And I was able to get a uh, pay $5 for a complete set of uh, what I call loungewear. Um, they make these these same things into um, cardigans and all of those things, but I just mostly wear it for loungewear. But I paid $5 for the entire set. Mm -hmm, sure did. Supernatural. And so again, in episode one, I spoke about how $20 inspired my preteen life. But it also um, inspired my um, adult life. It's my very first job. I was out of college. Um, I had just um, uh, become a single parent, unfortunately. But um, I had the most beautiful gift of my daughter. Um, and so I was starting my first job at the bank. And so all I had was $20. Here again, once again, with this $20 store. So I had $20. I went to a secondhand store. I came out of there with an entire full bag of clothes, professional clothes to go to work with. Some of them still had the tags on them. And so again, supernatural. Later on, this was after I had my job, I needed some shoes and I needed some uh, leather shoes because I was tired of buying these ones that were not leather that didn't last long. But I still decided that I wanted to only pay $20 for some good leather basic pumps to wear with my suits to work on my nice new job. So I set the budget at $20 and I just knew somehow I was going to find some shoes for $20 that were made out of leather. And actually, believe it or not, I went back to this department store, this major department store, and I did find my black pumps for $20. And uh, a few days later, I found one more pair that was $20 in a different color. So now I had two pairs of leather pumps. <laughs> Only paid $20 a piece. And, but I will say that after I, as they say, came up, I did on one occasion shop for some really nice shoes. These were some uh, more formal shoes and I set my budget for $50 in this particular case. But again, I wanted them to be leather. I didn't want, you know, any shoes that were not going to last for, for quite a while. And so sure enough, I was able to find the very nice pair of shoes for $50 or less. And um, I know that I wasn't the only one that 
thought that they were nice because I was out with some friends and this lady uh, came over from her group of friends and she said, I just wanted you to know that we were looking at your shoes from over there. And um, that's my friend over there at the other table. She's going to be a bride. Um, and she uh, just really wanted to know where you got your shoes because she felt like that they could be really nice for her wedding. So that let me know that even though you don't pay, you know, an expensive price for things, you can still get very nice quality things. You know, when you stick to your gun, you make, you know, uh, a commitment to yourself as to, you know, how uh, you're going to operate financially and how you're going to operate in the supernatural. And also on another occasion, um, someone came up to me and gave me a compliment on my shoe collection. They told me that I really wear nice shoes all of the time. So, And uh, this was a conference that I was at out of town. And I was like, oh, well, thank you so much. I really didn't expect that. That was out of the blue. And uh, I knew, you know, I was I really did like my um you know, shoes that the bride um, liked, but I didn't know anybody else was paying attention or thought that any of my other shoes were nice. But that just goes to show you that when you live in the supernatural, that, um, you know, you can really uh, have a better life than what you envision sometimes. And so actually the first time I really, really noticed um, the connection between um you know, living in the supernatural, um, sending a prayer up or just, um, you know, thinking positive thoughts in your mind that are overheard by the one on high is one time I was just thinking about uh, mangoes and I wanted to uh, find a recipe on mangoes, but I was cooking something at the time. So um, I, I didn't even say it out loud. It was just a thought that came and, and kind of went. And I was like, Lord, that would be nice. And so next thing I know, cards or stack of recipe cards arrived in the mail with the the first card on the top of the deck was a recipe using mango. And I was like, oh, I was almost like looking around to see if somebody was spying on me. <laughs> it was so amazing to see. And um, so I just, I noticed that. And so I realized that mm, there is really, um, you know, some connection. And so all of these other things kind of, you know, transpired. And so again, uh, it increased, it increased, increased my awareness that what I had been taught about having standards is how you get what you truly want. Can anyone say more chocolate and wine, please? See, that's illumination. (laughs) Currently, I help professionals and myself with holistic KPIs, which are key performance indicators. That's evidence. Remember that auditor that I told you about? Key performance indicators are evidence that you are staying on your toes, paying attention to the right things and taking the right actions. Holistic KPIs validate achievements that are not by sight, not by might, and not by power. They are blessings that are supernatural. For instance, I was able in my career to help companies earn $2 billion plus in contracts and financing. This is for hundreds of businesses over a 10-year period. And we also help them support job creation and retention. Now, 
you know, I would love to tell you that because I have a degree in accounting and a master's in business that I'm that smart to do that, but I'm certainly not. This was truly a supernatural experience. And I do remember um, being in the chair at a conference and thinking about some of the wonderful things that we would like to do, you know, to um, support the businesses that we were uh, called upon to assist. I never imagined two billion. I didn't even imagine a first billion. And so um, this was absolutely incredible. It was wonderful. It was such a blessing. And so um, here are some of the results from this supernatural experience. We were um, awarded a national award. It was titled the highest procurement dollars for clients in the nation. We competed with over 40 um, organizations nationwide from places like New York, Miami, California, Texas. Um, and this, we achieved this out of uh, little bitty Mobile, Alabama, which has a population of about 200,000. <laughs> And a state population of probably about 4 million. And, you know, in this one city in Texas, sometimes they have uh, six to seven uh, million people. So we were, um, it was just truly a supernatural experience, I, I have to tell you. And we were um, admitted to the uh, Centurion Club, uh, where we uh, were amongst members who exceeded 100% of our performance score, and I help other companies to do the same. And um, recently, um, we helped uh, other entrepreneurs launch, and those companies are uh, looking at um, seven-figure uh, incomes. And um, on another occasion, and this one was particularly um one that I, I won't forget because um, when I went to this particular organization to work there, um, as a um, result of an invitation from a friend, the um, and we had to uh, kind of speak with um, his uh, higher up. The person really uh, was very discouraging, you know, really pretty much in, in, in a lot of words, uh, kind of told me that I wasn't going to make it. And that's a song that I love that's called They Said That I Could Not Make It. And what the devil meant for bad, God meant it for my good. But anyway, so I just decided to go ahead and um, go along with it because I really was on my way to tell the gentleman that, no, I just can't do it. Uh, there was uh, several things about it that I wasn't really crazy about, but I was on my way to church when I was having this conversation in my head and a little voice said, no, work with what you have. And so I said, mm, OK, um, I had to do it because this was the voice that told me to work with what you have. And um, it was amazing that I ran into this gentleman at church. I had never, ever seen him there before, but he just happened to be there that day. So I knew that I had to do what I was instructed to do, which was to work with what I have. And I did that. So I worked with this gentleman and believe it or not, I was able to achieve 250% of goal with his help and the help of another mentor.
And so, um, again, that was supernatural because um, it just, you know, it was it was just amazing. That's all I can say. <laughs> and um, recently, um, this is something, this podcast is really something that um, has a supernatural element to it as well. Because um, with this being the fourth quarter of the year, I was um, revisiting my uh, business plan and I put a milestone in there. One of the milestones was to um, launch this podcast. And so I put a date in there. And um, as I was writing it, I realized that I wasn't going to make the first date. So I went back and, and updated the date. I didn't even realize what date I had put in there. And so when I was going back uh, recently to um, put the finishing touches on it and submit it to my consultant so he can look over it for me. Then I noticed that my milestone for the launch the podcast was 12-5. And that's the exact day that I launched the podcast. And I was amazed to see that that happened because on 12-4, I was trying vigorously to launch this podcast. I didn't realize that um, the date that I had in my milestone was 12-5. I just knew that on 12-4 that I was trying so very hard to figure it out. And I just really couldn't do it. I went to sleep. I just, um, just, just couldn't get it done. And so the next day, the very first uh, part of the day, I jumped up out of bed and I thought of something. I said, mm, you know, I probably didn't do something right. I think I um, didn't push the right button. Or, or So I, I went back and looked at all of the instructions and contacted customer support and everything. And they helped me with some things. And eventually one step led to another. And I finally got it launched. It was amazing. I got it launched on Apple. I got it launched on um, Spotify. And um, so it was amazing. I even had a meeting that day with the group that inspired me to do a, a podcast. And I was able to tell them, thanks to you guys, I launched my podcast today. And so when I went back after that and saw that it launched on the very day that I had on my milestone, I knew that that was, again, supernatural. So believe it or not, you can believe it or not. You won't be the first person. Like I said, the mechanic didn't believe me either when I told him that I drove my car all the way backwards to get to him to fix my car. But I was able to provide evidence that I really was telling the truth. So just want you to know that believe in the supernatural so that you can get out of the pursuit of happiness and start letting joy pursue you. So thank you for continuing to be a part of the Holistic Wealth Hustle by Be Wealthy with Pamela, LLC. Each episode is designed to please. Be sure to take swift action on what you have learned today and update your weekly wealth planner or your holistic plan workbook to receive your rewards of joyfulness. Feel free to leave your comments by contacting us at www.bewealthywithpamela.com. That's B-E, wealthy with Pamela, P-A-M-E-L-A.com. Please subscribe, share, stay tuned, and let joy pursue you.